Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. You want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. It is Wednesday, January the 16th, 2013. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awijan, and this is episode number 134 of Purple Mafia. Thank you always for downloading and listening to this show, which is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. Also, Double Twist for Android users and, and Stitcher for Android users. We're, well, we're headed towards Stitcher. Dylan Richardson will bring that up later on in the show. It's getting interesting. It's getting interesting. More ways to get a hold of the show on your mobile devices. All right, well, <laughs> here we are, Purple Mafia. We got um, we got a hell of a show for you today, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Dylan Richardson joins yet again. Briefly, we'll get to the Facebook uh, page and Twitter accounts, the interactions on there. Not that much this week, which is all good and fine with me because me and Dylan are going to have a lot to talk about, <laughs> about the postseason reviews and previews. We're going to review the divisional round, preview the conference championships. This was an awesome, awesome weekend of football. There is absolutely no doubt about that. And uh, <laughs> thank you so very much to all the teams that <laughs> were able to provide such awesome football for us. And uh, I expect the same coming this this weekend. This weekend that's not too far away. Yes, sir. So, no call-ins today. Just got to make that note. But but if you'd like to call in, 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877 is the number. Also, one other brief thing. Um, I realized that, well, with Windows phones, you can just simply look up in the store for this show as well. So, just simply go into the search. Just search in the store and you'll find it right away. I didn't even realize how easy it is on Windows phones to find this show. It's easier than iTunes and and anything else. It's incredible. So if you happen to have that device, which I think is a pretty nifty little thing. Too bad they don't have NBA League Pass yet, but boy, when they do, hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And no, I'm not doing ads. I'm just talking. So, yeah, I'll do, I'll stop talking about that. To the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Thank you, those of you that have joined recently, as always, and um, yep, those of you that have not, that are listening right now, simply go to that <laughs> and do join. Alright, shout out to Holly Brooks, by the way, just thought I'd say that, yep, <laughs> been talking a lot, she's a new listener now, so welcome aboard, yes sir. Alright, Sebastian Ball, the name you're going to hear a lot of on, on this show always, um, well, there's a couple comments in here trying to look for something. I was talking about, uh, yep, that me and Dylan will be recording because, you know, it took a little while to get a hold of Dylan, but we were able to finally get the show done. And, of course, he's 
We both have our busy and odd schedules, odd hours. Neither of us work office hours, unfortunately. Uh, I mentioned that we're going to record Sebastian Ball saying can't wait to hear, so thank you again, Sebastian. A um, bit more here than the recent posts by others, we'll call it. <laughs> you got uh, Dan Taylor saying goodbye, Green Bay. Thank God for that indeed, huh? That is for darn sure... Matt Emer saying, looking forward to your end-of-season review, sir. It's been a hell of a ride. Now we have a long, boring off-season. I actually read that last week, but we'll continue with what he says here. He says, well, I guess we have the draft to look forward to. Top three needs are wide receiver, defensive tackle, linebacker, in that order. But due to <laughs> lack of a great wide receiver in the draft, I think we go defensive tackle first. And, and yes, I did read that last show, but it's still, uh, still valid today as far as I'm concerned. Mark Carlson saying, wow, that Baltimore team, and now the pack is under heavy fire at San Francisco. Great night watching the playoffs with Cindy Carter Carlson. Oh, man, those those Baltimore Ravens were awesome, and uh, they yep, they did it. They did it. My, my original pick to win the Super Bowl this year, still alive, going against my second favorite team in football, the New England Patriots. That is going to be awesome. A rematch of last year, my favorite coach in the NFL, <laughs> John Harbaugh, going against my second favorite coach. Bill Belichick. And my third favorite coach is, uh, yeah, somebody. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I guess it's Leslie Frazier, just, uh, or Jim Harbaugh, just because he's funny. Jim Harbaugh is more funny than anything. But, um, Mark Carlson continuing saying, great game going on in Atlanta. And wow, that game was started really bad and blew up. It was unbelievable. I still, by the way, hate Atlanta because of 1998. Yeah, I don't let go of that type of stuff very easy. I uh, mentioning how I'd love a Baltimore and San Francisco Super Bowl, but in the end, my heart is with the Patriots yet again. <laughs> Mark Carlson saying he's not a fan of Denver or Atlanta. He cheered for the Seahawks as they are the team for an Army friend. <laughs> he, he was left teamless when the Colts left town years ago. He won't watch the Ravens. I like the Ravens. Like the quarterback, Clyde Denver was put away. Wished Atlanta had lost Dirty Birds and... Yeah, the Dirty Birds, 98. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. And, of course, the Denver game, there are, uh, let's just say, a lot of us Viking fans had nightmares watching that game because there were some very eerie similarities with the Denver Broncos giving us evil, giving us painful shadows of the past with Vikings NFC Championship game appearances. Multiple different <laughs> plays from multiple different NFC Championship games in multiple cases were heartbreaking plays, heartbreaking moments, and to think Denver had both of those, in, yeah, had at least two in the game, unbelievable. <sighs> and yeah, Seahawks look really good, Mark. Um, they they really do. They look better than what some people think. Dylan was not too high on them, and yeah, I don't know. I kind of was, and I also had a feeling Atlanta wasn't that big a deal. But I guess I, yeah, I guess I was right about Atlanta barely pulling it out, and uh, doggone it. <laughs> Sometimes I hate being right because I did not want that. Oh my god, it was frustrating. Up Atlanta, mm, the way they were able to get that done. Mark Carlson saying, Joey, you are the best. That is true. We will never forget. That's, that's how I mentioned the 98 Vikings. We will never forget, Mark. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. You are the best as well. And guess what, Mark? Gold star. It's your first gold star for 2013. <laughs> Gold star for Mark Carlson in 2013 is uh, the comment of the week, as we like to call it. Sometimes they bring out silver stars as well, but gold star right there for Mr. Mark Carlson. Uh, uh, Brent Jacobson saying, Adrian Peterson read uh, yeah, <laughs> the onion. He gave us a poster of the onion. 
Oh, I I like that newspaper because it's funny. You know, like they just they like the scariest sometimes with like um you know imaginary articles like oh my goodness Adrian retears ACL in preparation for 2013. Oh boy, don't don't jinx us, Onion. Don't jinx us. Check it out, guys, if you want to read it and be horrified at the horrible thought. But at the same time, if you want to be entertained as well, the Onion. Hey, it's it's a it's a it's a good newspaper just for fun. Why not? You know, I mean. Not everything has to be so serious all the time. Do, do I sound like the most serious person of all time? Not always, no. Sometimes I am, but a lot of times I'm not. <laughs> I like to chuckle. I sure do. So that pretty much would conclude the uh, the Facebook page for this week. A much smaller deal. Also, I did post, and yeah, it's, I hate to plug, but I did post uh, well uh, about the Brave the Wild show that uh, finally was released for the first time in six months because hockey's back, believe it or not. I did post it on the Facebook page. There's a link on there, and also it's available on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes. And while I'm at it, might as well say Timberwolves Explosion, same thing. Sportsstuff.com and on iTunes. Very fun show I do with Marcus the Forecaster. So now we'll move over very quickly to the Twitter account at Purple Mafia Show. Uh, I teased Justin in Rochester because he was saying, uh, that being J Day, Justin in Rochester, Justin Day, saying that. Uh, I was like, oh, I didn't watch this, or didn't listen this week, and we won. Should I Should I not listen next week to keep the good luck going? You know, <laughs> you know it was kind of an ongoing thing with, with him. And I said, did you listen last week <laughs> when we got, you know, beat by Green Bay? And he says, no, I've been sick, as has my little one. So feel for you, Justin. Hope you feel better. I mean, it's... Any, any type of sickness stinks, even the, even, the, even the minor ones like a cold, because a cold can take a lot out of you. They suck. So ho- hope you feel better, Justin. Hope it's not the flu or something. And uh, I also mentioned to him that, well, that can, can that kills the superstition you had. Yeah, check out the show when you can. <laughs> That's what I was telling him. But, yeah, obviously he knows that already, so about checking out the show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hope you feel better there, Justin. Dave Martin. I believe he's kind of a, a relatively newcomer here as well. He's saying, good game. I'm just rooting for the team with the most ex-Vikings. Go Sea Chickens. Yep, because they have a lot of, uh, yeah, they have, you know, the. but then again, Sidney Rice, though. Are you sure you want him to win? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that guy, but, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. They're pretty good. Uh, I think the Ravens have a lot of ex-Vikings, too. You got Matt Burke, but I also highly dislike uh, uh, Bryant McKinney as well, so. It's like some you like, some you don't. Just one of those deals. Anquin Bolden, a guy that I really wish the Vikings had. Oh, Anquin Bolden's one of my all-time favorite players, believe it or not, because that's a physical receiver that can get it done, get you that big 20-yard gain when it's third and nine or whatever. Love him. Just love him. And Joe Flacco got it done in that game with him. Uh, also, beautiful pass to, uh, <laughs> it wasn't Bailey, but Smith. Uh, that was a great play. Tied the game up. Yeah, that was an unbelievable play. He, uh, Dave Martin continuing, uh, unless they're playing us, because I said something about, come on, nothing grabs me more crazy than poor special teams coverage, and yeah, that's that totally sucks. <laughs> he says, unless they're playing us, yep, I agree with you there. That was against, uh, that was the Ravens and Broncos again. That, that, uh, oh, that returner was something else. Holiday. Guy's deadly, man. Reminds you of, uh, Devin Hester or, or Percy Harvin, at least on the kick returns. That guy was killing um, Baltimore in that game. That's why Denver scored so many points. It wasn't because Peyton Manning did, you know, such a great job. Because he uh, was, he was a, it was a letdown game for the Denver Broncos. That is the thing that 
that's what's scary about you going a long winning streak into the postseason. There's always that letdown game. There's always that letdown game, and unfortunately it seems to come early in the postseason when there's that long winning streak because you can't sustain a, a winning streak forever. You just can't, and it always seems to end up that way. That's why it's always nice to maybe lose one, two or three games before the playoffs, you know, maybe even the last game. Just, like, get that get that out of the way. Now let's go. Now we know our weakness is a little bit better, maybe, than before. So we can't get too comfortable, too fat and happy. Unfortunately, Denver, I guess, they got too fat and happy, but also Baltimore played their freaking butt off in that freezing game. Yeah, they froze their freaking butt off, too. Um, that was a fun game to watch, indeed. Game of the Best game of the weekend, that one, or Seattle. Dylan Richardson will tell you the Seattle-Atlanta game was the best. And uh, I think the Baltimore one, well, was right there as well. So... With that, we're going to take a quick break and get right back with the man, the founder of TSS, thesportstuff.com, the executive producer, and he has been a show host of the sports fans and NFL East to West, and of course he's been a guest host, guest co-host on this show as well in the past. Dylan Richardson will be with me when we return. Back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 135, which is a reminder for all of you MP3 player listeners out there, iTunes, Double Twist, whatever it is, uh, Double Twist is what you can listen to us on an Android device. But as promised, Dylan Richardson has returned Yay. for back-to-back shows. Yep. Hey, <laughs> and to put a little uh, footer on that, I'm trying to get Stitcher in on uh, all of your shows here, Joey, and I mm-hmm. just popped that on you. Mm-hmm. Um, Stitcher is an app that you can get and you can stream the shows. It's not currently on there yet, but I am working on the situation, so keep that in mind. And that's also an Android program, too. So uh, we're not forgetting about you Android users. Awesome. So Stitcher as well, huh? 
Uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm in so talks with. Yeah, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get it there. We've already got we're successful with one show so far on on the sportsstuff.com mm-hmm. as far as getting uh, them listed on there. And I'm pretty sure with some of the solid numbers that you're pulling down now mm-hmm. uh, that that the Minnesota show should be on there. Oh, sweet! Especially that wolf, especially Timberwolves explosion. The way that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's making this one look bad. Oh well, not good. <laughs> No. It's funny. It just kind of fluctuates, you know. It goes, Weird. goes. It kind of goes and follows the team, you know. Like when they're doing well, it's like, holy cow, look at this, pulling down some serious numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, they lost this week. Oh, everyone jumped off the bandwagon, and then you know, people come back. Yeah, they do. That's the good part. It's so frustrating when they when they leave, but it's like, yeah. And, I don't know. For some reason, last year during the postseason, it was uh, I don't know. It was kind of weird too. Everybody was kind of in pout mode, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. These postseason shows are so fun, though. I mean, I'll do them anyway, no matter what, you know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Three hundred or three hundred thousand. I want everybody. You know, <laughs> I love these playoff shows. It's just I'm going to keep doing them for ever. I'll probably be seventy nine years old. I'll still be doing them. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> how about them Baltimore, uh, Baltimore Broncos? We're looking, we're huh? looking forward to Super Bowl one hundred here. <laughs> we made it. No. <laughs> Vikings still haven't got... Okay, I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that, should I? Let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> oh, let's pray to God. Let's let's hope let's hope that the Vikings get a Super Bowl win before the Bills. <laughs> oh, they better. Oh, yeah, how about that? Mm. We didn't get it before the Broncos or Saints. That's still, still really sticking in my craw. <laughs> Other teams yeah, couldn't. The little teams, and there are plenty of times. Actually, Vikings do have a championship under their belt. Mm-hmm. But it's not a Super Bowl. No, a couple of NFC titles? No. Or, or, or which thing were you thinking? Oh, way back before before there was Super Bowls. See, oh, I used that, to always yeah. get in arguments with uh, one of my old co-hosts, Jim Bauer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a super Viking fan. Like, uh, you know, really super... Like he won't like say say the Bears beat the Vikings right yeah doesn't doesn't happen a whole lot but it does happen every now and then uh, he'll avoid contact with me and I don't <laughs> even rub it in or anything you know I won't even rub it in uh, yeah he just like <laughs> years ago here, here we're getting sidetracked already years ago <laughs> we went to a, a pizza parlor and and watched this uh, this game Jim's got a few years on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he was wearing a Vikings hat. It was like brand new, and mm-hmm. the Vikings were playing. And I was giving him crap about you know, oh they're gonna lose, they're gonna lose. And really, yeah. I didn't. I, I you know, I was in my own thing. I was playing football, so I didn't really have a lot of time to 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 know if they were any good or not. But obviously, you know, when you're a fan, they're always good, right? Yep. But he, uh, he, I said I should take that hat off your head and stomp it. And he Ooh. took his hat. He took his hat and he threw it on the ground. And he said, "Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead." He's like, "I don't even, I don't even want this thing anymore." Wow. Was that after? So I added a, I added a Vikings hat to my collection. Oh, you still have it? I, no, ah. I would, I would have gave it back to him by now. Uh. We've been friends for years and years and years. Yep. But. Anyways, mm-hmm. to the games. The games, and but even before that, real quick, uh, yep, 
as uh, mentioned before, for those of you maybe that are brand are brand new, Dylan Richardson is the executive producer of the sportsstuff.com and of course the the founder as well and he's also a Chicago Bears fan, not a San Francisco 49ers fan. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yes, please do not do <laughs> not get that distinction wrong. Yes. Please do not. Yep. Like uh, I got some Twitter messages. Oh, looks like you're beating us and I'm like, Ooh. "What are you do- <laughs> What? No, 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 yeah. no. Back up. I am not a 49er fan. Nope. I did pick them to win the Super Bowl in the preseason show right here on Purple Mafia, nope. but I am not by any <laughs> any way mean or anything a, a 49er fan at all. Mm-hmm. You refuse. Yep, even just because he's from Northern California does not mean that's his club. Let's put it this way. <laughs> My love for the Green Bay Packers and the 49ers are on the same level. Yeah. <laughs> They are burning in a, burning at the bottom of a volcano somewhere, oh, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, the Bears, uh, you have a new coach now. I'm still stunned about Lovey Smith's firing, but um, that's obviously a debatable uh, thing. Uh, you, you had to bring it up, <laughs> I sh- didn't you? I shouldn't have. No. Uh, so, oh, boy. Uh, Trackman, Trackman, Techman, what's his name? Tresman. <laughs> yeah, and I'm all mixed yeah, yeah, up. That, Jim, Jim Tresman. Yep. There, there we go. I mean, he has been in the NFL uh, since the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have to be honest. I had to look up who the hell he was. Yeah. And you know, I guess he was with uh, the Browns. Uh, actually, the 49ers, I guess, too. And the Raiders most recently. And he's always been a positional coach uh, in the NFL. And I guess he went in, up to Canada and uh, uh, has a couple Grey Cup uh, wins, like, I guess two of them in a row. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was 09 and uh, 2010, but uh, you know, I'm just going off the top of my head. Um, I don't know. I don't really know anything about the guy. It seems like they didn't pursue, well, like I said on the last show, they're never going to pursue any of the big names. They're never going to go for Gruden or... And to me, it's kind of like uh, a, a wash because at least you knew what you had with Lovey. This, I, I just don't even know what to what to think about about the whole thing. I mean, he, you know, he was successful with all of those those seasons that he was a positional coach. But I mean, he still was a positional coach, even though that doesn't uh, count for yep. you know. It's not like it doesn't count for anything, but it. You know, there's a difference between Canadian football and, uh, here we go, real <laughs> football. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, you're not working with a, what is it, a 25-yard deep end zone. And uh, I think the sideline to sideline is shorter by like 15 yards. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can just put your fastest guy out there and run to the sideline and you're going to make yards. This is where the big boys play. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so, real. Oh, oh, go ahead. Well, so, so I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> I guess it's good before, you know, them going so uh, you can be in GM's ear uh, <laughs> for the draft, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mean, Hopefully. That's, that's where we're at. Yeah, supposedly the reasoning, I guess, is because somehow, I guess, he'll, he'll be good to work with uh, Jake Cutler. That's supposedly the, the number one reason why they like him, I guess. Despite the fact, I mean, he's not a retread, but yeah, he's been a, he's been an assistant for like you know a thousand years, and yeah, he's not exactly at the top. I don't think he was really at the top of many people's lists, but obviously a well-known person. 
I didn't even know he was on the Bears' radar, to be honest. Yeah, 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 I didn't either. I just all of a sudden saw him in our local paper because he has ties to uh, here as well. He's been an assistant with Minnesota, you know, Minnesota Vikings back in the day. Um, in the uh, in the crazy guy, the salty sailor, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jim Burns, or Jerry Burns, excuse me, Jerry Burns, that guy. He was on his staff way back in the good old days, and... Um, yeah, I, that's kind of why why we know who he is mostly. <laughs> but yeah, I guess supposedly he's gonna he's the right guy to work with Jay Cutler. But you know, I, I don't know, he's not exactly the the power coach that can get his players to run through a wall for him. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just don't even know where to. We'll see. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a wait and see. Maybe it maybe maybe there it is. Maybe Cutler to Marshall. Just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't know what the whole thing is about. Uh huh. Oh, you don't know what it's about, you said? A boot. Hey, yep. that sounds like a good coach, eh? Hey, what if he comes in there and is like, take off hosers and like gets rid of the whole uh, upper management or something? Uh, oh, that'd be funny. Or, or uh, you know, I don't know. Take off, eh? You guys are hosers. He's another Josh McDaniels, right? Oh, wasn't that stuck up? Cutler released. It's like, no, no, no. We did not hire him to do this. No, he starts freaking out. <laughs> I don't like him too much. Oh, man, that would be really funny. Oh, <laughs> oh you never know in these days. Uh, still, I'm still stunned Ken Wisenhunt hasn't, hasn't landed a job. I guess the Chargers, he was kind of the... Supposedly, some people thought he was the frontrunner there, but then, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those got swept under the rug type deals. Yeah, that whole Kevin Cobb thing kind of kind of screwed him. It did. That really, what the hell happened there? Jeez. Well, I guess when you go from an awesome quarterback like Kurt Warner, mm-hmm. I guess it's all downhill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, that's an understatement. Yep. Is he he wasn't able to pull a Forty ers Nope. Yeah, and you know, have a a backup that's pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. You got to get really lucky. Yep, you got to draft the right guy like Seattle, but we're going to get to very shortly here. And San Francisco. Oh, the rookie quarterback, uh, rookie quarterback heaven. Kaepernick. Wow. Yes, Kaepernick. Yes, it is. It is going to be fascinating. All right. So enough of the down history lesson. Let's get into the. <laughs> let's get into the last week of history lesson. Absolutely. This is the this is what we're here for. Baltimore the games. Uh-huh. Oh yes. Baltimore and Denver. Oh my Fantastic. god. Fantastic. Talk about a game. Huh? Fantastic. I was so happy. Oh, that was beautiful. We did it. We called it. We called it. Yep, How about the we Ravens? Did. <laughs> we did. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love John Harbaugh. I do. I think he's my favorite coach actually in the he's he's yeah, he's my favorite coach currently in the NFL. John Harbaugh, not Jim Harbaugh, because hmm. he actually, you know, he's aggressive, but he's not like over the top like his young, like his younger brother, who he may be coaching against in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Hmm. Good chance. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> yep. Hmm. To me, this game had. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I was just saying. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you can't stand hmm. him. Huh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, this game gave me nightmares at the same time. It was a lot of fun to watch, obviously. This was as good a football game as you're going to see all season, ladies and gentlemen. This is as good a football. I mean, you and you look at the the quarter-by-quarter quarter box score, it just tells you how close it was. The first quarter, it was 14-14. The second quarter, it was 21-21. 
Yeah. The third quarter was 28-28, and the fourth it was, yeah. <laughs> it was 35-35. Yeah, it just kept going back and forth forever. It was a fantastic game. And, you oh. know, we had two of them this week. Mm-hmm. Um, this one being the first one I was on. And I just love seeing Mr. Happy Feet occasionally uh, wipe the wipe the turf off the back of his jersey. I love watching that. Mm-hmm. And in case you don't know, Mr. Happy Feet is Mr. Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really, um, well, there it is. The cold. Did the cold get to Peyton Manning? Uh, I guess. I mean, it's, I don't know. One thing to briefly bring that up as well is his passes looked a little bit uh, vanilla, didn't they? Quite. And the other, you know, he, it looks like he lost a little bit towards the end of the game there. Yes. Like, seems like he was short balling stuff. Not much velocity. And the other thing, too, that I noticed, I mean, I guess this may be common throughout the league, but to me it just seemed kind of foreign to me. A quarterback wearing gloves? Don't they usually, like, not do that and they have hand warmers? Mm. No, well, there's a bunch of them that do it now. Even the first one to be really criticized about it is uh, Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Because I don't understand it either, like, yeah. You wear gloves at work, and you lose dexterity. I know that these yes. gloves are fandango, really nice, uh, expensive things, and they're like another layer of 13 layers of skin or whatever, but mm-hmm. still, I don't, I don't, I don't remember seeing Brett Favre wearing a glove. I don't remember seeing, you know, Fran Tarkenden didn't wear one. Yeah, they played in legit cold <laughs> frequently. Yeah, yep. yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh my God, I couldn't even imagine because this weekend, by the by the way, just imagine if the Minnesota Vikings played in Met Stadium this weekend in the NFC title game. <laughs> the forecast is zero for a high. Yes, the high, not the low. <laughs> this is the coldest. Yeah, we're about to have the coldest stretch of in the last four years. I wish the Vikings played outdoors. This weekend, an NFC title game, because we'd be returning to the Super Bowl. But maybe that's why we haven't been back, because we don't have that uh, frozen tundra advantage. We have dome dome field advantage instead. Dome field. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, all kinds of deals. You got the gloves, like I mentioned. Um, This game, to me, was filled. Like I mentioned, this game gave me some nightmares. (laughs) It's filled with a lot of reminders of the Vikings from the Broncos side, from multiple you know games. Ha- yeah. You know who's having some nightmares? Yeah. Who's that? Champ Bailey. That too, yeah. <laughs> that too. He's having nightmares of dreadlocks all up in his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, guy by the name of uh, Anquin Bolden? <gasps> no. Oh, that's just one. Just one, yep. <laughs> he was totally burned. Totally burned several times. He got killed, didn't he? <laughs> he got destroyed, as we like to say in the business. <laughs> Tori Smith, yep, that's the big one. Yep, <laughs> Tori Smith. Yeah, at one point he had two catches for two touchdowns and, yep. like, I don't even remember how many yards. Yeah. But it was kind of funny to read the stat line after he made a catch for a non-touchdown. Three catches, 57-something yards, and two touchdowns. Like, wait, like, what? Man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there a wide receiver rating? Because that's got to be whatever the top is. Yeah, it's got to be like 159, right? <laughs> yeah. do that. This one, yeah, I mean, I like Joe Flacco on the road. I like the Baltimore Ravens on the road. It's uh, They're one of the best. They're To me, they're the second best road team in the season that I've seen in, in recent memory. 
number one, we you have a pretty good idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. New York Giants, yeah, without a doubt. But I think, the, yeah, the Ravens, they're an awesome road team. They really are to me. They sure are proving it right now in the playoffs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, this, this, man, it just can't. This is what playoff football is, and I, I am just loving this. Yeah, it's awesome. This was an awesome game, and in, in a lot of ways, uh, Manning, great season, thirteen three, comeback player of the year, number two, maybe we'll call him, <laughs> or MVP, second place. Okay, since we want to pick Adrian Peterson for both of those. But um, even though both of them didn't, well, no, but Adrian's playoff game was better than Manning's. I gotta say, Manning definitely uh, notorious for like as you mentioned last week, you called it, and I and I joined on with that. <laughs> yep. you almost didn't. Almost, I, I was, convinced you. I, was, I convinced you. I was convincing, wasn't I? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, the the Manning thing, and then for me, I like Baltimore already, but the Manning thing, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, what, yeah, yep, yep. You got me with that one. It's got a history, and it's yeah. We we used to see with the Colts against the Patriots. You know? mm-hmm. he's got that history. Great season and done. You know, yeah. Randall, he's he's like Randall Cunningham that actually did get one ring out of it, but that's basically about what it's like. So yes, multiple times during the game, I mean, the Ravens made unbelievable defensive stands on potential last play of their season. There were a couple of those in this game where they their season was on the line. If they make this stop, or if they fail to make this stop, the Broncos will run the clock out and win the football game, and they stood strong multiple times. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. Like Ray Lewis, this is could be the last play of your career right here. Oh, nope, nope, not not yet. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, Manning's three turnovers over the course of the game. A Brett Favre type over the body pass at a very crucial point in the game where I had stepped away for like three seconds, like to grab a glass of water or something. Like it was that brief. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait. The, Wait, the Broncos had the ball at the 50. Now the Ravens have the ball at the 50. Did somebody fumble or what happened? But it was a Brett Favre type pass, basically, near the end of the near the end of the fourth quarter there, and that gave the the uh, Ravens a chance to tie it up. And tie it up, they did. <laughs> and see, that's the whole thing. Like Brett Favre would make those decisions, but he had an amazing physical ability. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning is one of the types that yes, he he is good. Mm-hmm. But he is one of the more precision. Uh, he he's he seems to me to be the guy that that maybe didn't have all the talent in the world, but he busted his butt to get there. Mm-hmm. So him making a throw like that—that's you know against mechanics, against his fundamentals. Yep. It was kind of a snap decision. Um, you know, I. You know, it's a bad bad decision, and you know, look at look at what happened. They wind up losing the game, yep. and it, I don't know if it's a sign of Peyton getting old, but like we had mentioned at the top of the show, that it was kind of lackluster there in overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, him short balling some stuff and yeah. stuff that you normally don't see, and the announcers are attributing it to. You know, possibly his injury from last year, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true. It just might be nature taking its course. Multiple ways: the cold, the the age, especially as you're mentioning. Yeah, it's something just wasn't there. Whatever it was, it just wasn't there. And of course, yeah, I mean, it was more like a, like a brain fart at the worst time, just like 
2009. Like <laughs> for the Vikings, like I mentioned, this game gave me nightmares. <laughs> and there's one more nightmare that actually hurt even well. It hurt as much. It hurt as much because I mean. We're talking the two most heartbreaking defeats for the Minnesota Vikings during my lifetime occurred. Like like blatant reminders of it occurred in this game, and they both happened to the Broncos. <laughs> that Brett Favre play, obviously, okay, 2009, but what did what did John Fox do with 31 seconds and two timeouts remaining? <laughs> when he had, a, he had a chance to do what the Falcons did. Exactly, right? It worked pretty well for well, Atlanta the next day. <laughs> what did John Fox yeah. do? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that year was something else. That was another another time where it was like, how can the Vikings not win the Super Bowl? When was ninety eight, right? Yep, that was that was the one and only. Yep, fifteen and one against the the nothing. I still think you can that if Minnesota if Minnesota went into that Super Bowl, they would have won that Super Bowl. Atlanta didn't stand a chance, and you saw what happened. They got there. Butts handed to him. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta got crushed by Denver in that game, and the Vikings. It's it's always a maybe. It's always a maybe, but because of all the injuries the Vikings had, to John Randall had a uh, uh, hyperextended knee. Uh, Ed McDaniel was banged up. Uh, a couple of the like one of the backup linebackers or a guy that had to start because of injuries was like going to be out. It was a, there was a chance we might not have won that game because. You know, Terrell Davis is obviously the best on the planet then, but I think, yeah, God willing, the Vikings could have pulled that thing out, and they should have. But um, John Fox did committed a cardinal sin at the end of... <laughs> he committed a cardinal sin at the in that fourth quarter with 31 seconds and two timeouts left. Uh-oh. You there, Joey? Yep. Yep. I don't hear you. Oh, you're there? Oh. Now you're back. Okay. Yep, I got you now. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, what was the last part you heard? Oh, I don't. Hmm? I, 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 you're, you're talking about something about, uh, uh, Randall being injured. Oh, okay. And, and, uh, a linebacker. Oh, yeah. I was just, you know, there were a lot of injuries to the Vikings up the middle and that, you know, during the course of the Arizona game to the Atlanta game in 98, and I think they may have had a trouble stopping Terrell Davis, but then again, I guess everybody else did too back then. That's what I was saying. But God willing, hopefully the Vikings would have won. Um, but John Fox committed a cardinal sin at the end of the fourth quarter, the same cardinal sin Dennis Green committed in the same exact situation in 98. Uh, with multiple timeouts and a good 30-plus seconds left, and all we needed was a field goal. All Denver needed was a field goal to win the game. It's not that hard. They, take, they both take a knee. Yep. <laughs> John Fox took a knee. I just, wow. Wow. <laughs> Cardinal sin, in, in my humble opinion. <laughs> uh, what did you think about that play? <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> just like my opinion on the Bears' new coach. Yeah. yeah. Like, what was that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was... Yeah. That is what it is. <laughs> live with it. <laughs> we'll live with it, right? Yeah. You got no choice. Oh, stupid Broncos, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, they... But, huh? but they took a, a nice loss this uh, week and therefore making us look like rock stars by choosing <laughs> the underdogs. Yep. And everyone already had Denver going to at least the championship game. Yeah. 
Uh, At least. And so it, it feels it feels good to win the upset. It does. We pull we pulled it off. We're we're rich. Okay. I wish. Wait, did you bet? Did you put the money down? I I said make the you know. Oh sh! Oh yeah, I totally. <laughs> oh, I wish I did. Gosh, I mean, because I what? If I wasn't, yeah, I should have. You know, but I've never bet money in my life. But I should have. Yeah, for that game, that would have been awesome. So it would have been a complete victory right there. It's funny. I'm not a huge better either. I like to pick games. Yep. And I like to be right. Mm-hmm. But I hate to be wrong. Oh, I hate to be wrong. Yeah, it's it's devastating. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose money and all that good stuff, especially when it's involving money. Um, so, yes, once again, Mr. Happy Feet, a.k.a. Peyton Manning, will be watching a championship game from his couch yeah. where he will be joined by his brother. Good or not, yep, his brother will say, oh, yeah, that's it. So, can I see your ring really quick? Yeah, it's pretty nice. Oh, but by the way, I got two on mine, so sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Nudge, nudge. So, <laughs> I can see Eli like, you know, this is kind of a brotherly reaction I would have. Both sitting on the couch watching a playoff game and say, "Oh, so this is what you did for so long, huh, Peyton?" Oh man, <laughs> it's like yeah, one and done, right, bro? Yeah, and this sucks. <laughs> Gotta get back to work. Oh no, the Patriots are still there. I could have won again. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's the, yeah. talking about Patriot killers. Oh, son of a gun. Yes, sir. So, the Patriots. Yes, are you ready? Oh, Need man. segue? Jeez, you know, this game, Patriots against Texans. Yes, sir. Yeah. If you listen to last week or if you listen to the, the, the preseason uh, show that Joey and I did, oh. um, you know, I picked the Texans to go. Mm-hmm. And I still had hope in the third quarter in... I was still still kind of hopeful, you know, texting on a little bit of a, a string, but it wound up just being a, a total butt kicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Watt couldn't do it. it. Just it just was not happening, and they couldn't really get the the running game going as as much as they wanted to. Aaron Foster still had ninety yards and a touchdown on twenty two carries, but. Brady's performance was way too strong, completing, uh, oh, geez, what, is, what was his completion percentage? It would be good. Uh, you know, he had, he had 25 completions, 40, yep. 40 attempts, 344 yards, mm-hmm. and three touchdowns. Yep. Monster game, and walked away with this victory. Uh, I still, I was rooting for Houston mm-hmm. so hard, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, and no turnovers as well for uh, Brady. Job had one. Yeah, and, and I was rooting for the Patriots. You probably know, you know, <laughs> this is the game where we where we clashed. You know, uh, I had the Patriots winning. Actually, ultimately, I do believe I did have Baltimore, New England in the AFC to start the season, which is crazy. I've I don't know if I've ever been right. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever been right at that. But hey, there we go. <laughs> I don't even remember what I what I paid. All I remembered was the Super Bowl. I think you had Houston and New England, actually. So, you know, so this oh. game. So you're at about one, and you're right. You know, the second round ended up being that. I think, that was one off. Yeah, we both had Patriots losing the <laughs> NFC title game. I had Baltimore winning the AFC. And it's kind of funny. Maybe they will. Who, who knows? You know who <laughs> none of us picked to go into the playoffs in that preseason show yeah. was the Vikings. Yeah, none of us picked them or Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Yep. It's so no one or can claim that. Okay, sorry. No one can claim, Joey, that you're a homer. No, 
There's absolutely no way. Yeah, I can't. I I would be so pissed if somebody did. Uh, <laughs> there was a time earlier in the year I thought somebody was calling me that, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? Like, look at you know my whole description of the show, everything. Yeah, it's like, damn it, don't call me that. <laughs> Like, listen to the first, like, before the season even started, I picked the Vikings to go 6 and 10. Mm-hmm. 6 and 10. They were 10 and 6. It was dyslexia. Yeah, yeah exactly. My dyslexia. All right, so, <laughs> yep. so now that I successfully de- derailed us from the Houston-New England talk, okay. <laughs> let's, let's get back into it. Yes, it was, uh, yeah, the Patriots, clearly the superior team. I, I felt that coming in. And I, I don't blame you for thinking Houston is a good, or good, legit football team that could go to the Super Bowl, because outside of, in my opinion, outside of Matt Schaub, they are a, a legit Super Bowl contender. Great defense, great running game, great receivers, even a good tight end. I mean, what else do you need? Well, I guess I, guess, uh, <laughs> I hate to say, yes, maybe an upgraded quarterback, even though Schaub is okay. His numbers are okay, but there's just something about him. It doesn't strike me as that guy. I don't know. Maybe you, I'm stupid. Know, never, he, never. No, 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 not at all. I, I, I never seen that in him either. Yeah. Like, you know, for the for a while, Houston was sticking with Carr. Yes. We got Johnson. We got Carr and Davis running back. I can't remember his first name, mm, but really that's good. that was their like core. And then on defense, Demeco Ryan and Demico. Demeco, Demeco, mm-hmm. Ryan's, who uh, came out his rookie year and led the league in tackling, is no longer with the team, mm-hmm. and neither is their their beast from the east, um, who went higher in the draft than Reggie Bush did. Mario, Mario Williams, mm-hmm. he's playing elsewhere as well. As well, mm-hmm. and it seems like they are able to shift uh, from what they thought were going to be their core components to, you know, a Two years in a row going to the playoffs team and winning. Pretty crazy, isn't it? How that how that how that how that all turns out? Yeah. It is strange. I mean, and I remember back in the the days of like the, the car and stuff, they really struggled for the longest time and then now they get way better, but like, I've never hmm. really been it seemed like what they've you know, saw in, in Shaw, but Yeah. Yeah. You know, he got it he got them there. Yeah, I mean but is it, I, like you're like you're saying. I don't think that he's got that it factor that's going to push it over the top. Exactly. For an astound, you know, like put it in his hands and and you know go for it. We're going to get it. Type of uh, not only confidence but skill level. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he has flashes of you know being good, but I I don't see the it factor, and I never really have on him. Yeah, same here. I mean, I see even though. Excuse me. Statistically, Matt Schaub could put up really good numbers, and Joe Flacco is kind of up and down with the numbers. But I, I think Joe Flacco has more of an it factor than Matt Schaub, honestly. Especially with to, the, uh, Go ahead. I have to agree too. Like, yeah. Um, just, just like you know, last week with with that performance, just it, awesome. I, it just, it was like. Holy cow! You're just you know watching history right here with this, with this game, and that was just. Anyways, I don't want to get too too off track, but yeah, Shab yeah. has never really impressed me. No, I, I mean a lot of people were wondering like, is it's like yeah he has a chance to be a starter somewhere you know because at the time everybody thought Michael Vick was entrenched in Atlanta for all time, which is hilarious considering it was like a couple months later that was over, <laughs> but. Um, 
Yep, he was this, you know, the hot backup quarterback that everybody wants to be the starter in the league and wound up being the Houston Texans and all that. But a lot of people were afraid that, eh, you know, this doesn't always work out and maybe he's not that great. But You know, you know talking about those hmm. hot-handed second-string quarterbacks, I'd like to make <laughs> a little segue. Uh-huh, yeah. What is Matt Flynn doing? He, oh, he's on the bench watching is. a rookie destroy it he in is. Seattle. Mm-hmm. That guy can play. <laughs> Russell Wilson can play. Yep, yeah, since there's probably not much more to add to the uh, Houston game, Tom Brady was great, and Houston just wasn't good enough in that game. <laughs> so we could, yeah, we can slide over to the other game of the week. It's time, isn't it? Are you ready for some Seattle? Uh, well, been destroyed in the first half. I was, you know, looks like Dylan's right. I thought Seattle was going to be extremely competitive. Atlanta pull it off. God gone it. Because I didn't want Atlanta to win. I, we were talking about the 98 Vikings and the 98 Falcons, and that's why I hate the Falcons. I've never forgiven them. <laughs> Even, you know, but Seattle came running back in this game, especially in that fourth quarter. You see a big, giant 21 in that fourth quarter. Mm. Yeah, I this, yeah. this was one of those that, that um, you know, halftime, you're like, wow, this is, you know, this is done. It's boring, so it was yep. absolutely stunning to see that fourth quarter, 21 points they put up. 21 points to come from behind. The only points that Atlanta put up in that fourth quarter was with seconds left on the clock to go back ahead mm. after they had squandered yes. had squandered a 20-point lead at half. Yep. This, this, you know, as good as as good as that Baltimore game, and we might have to agree to disagree. This has been, this is like the best game that I, I've watched this year so far in playoff football. This game was just, it was one of those roller coasters. I can only, I, I feel for you, Seattle fans. Oh yeah. I feel yeah. for you because with 31 seconds on the clock going ahead, like you did, uh, I would oh. have been jumped. My, I, I think my head would have hit the ceiling if it was the bears in the playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. and the same for, same for, same for you, Joey, if it was, a, it was the Vikings, you would, uh, you'd probably have a damaged cranium oh, <laughs> from man. jumping up and down. Cause you know, I could, I, I was like, man, look at, okay. They went ahead and they're not my pick, but Oh crap. I'm yeah. going to really get ribbed by my Seattle, uh, Seahawk fans that mm-hmm. I've been ripping on, on Twitter and, and all this stuff. I got a couple of couple of buddies that are uh, Seahawk fans, and I like to lay into them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. Your I team don't. is. I, I'm like tweeting to them. Your team will be exposed this weekend. <laughs> I it, thought they were going to be the way it was headed in that first yeah, half. It, yeah. You know, I Jeez. am like, I'm like, yes, I'm not going to take any shit. <laughs> and then, and then you look, and then, then next next thing you know, here goes Seattle going ahead. And I'm like, oh no, that just happened. I'm gonna eat crow for a week. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna be eating it. And then, and then you look at the clock, and a little ding yeah, went off into my time. head mm-hmm. before. Before I was thinking the same thing. Maybe a few seconds before the announcers were talking about the the classic Chicago loss against the Atlanta Falcons, where <laughs> the dummies had kicked it out of bounds. Yep. And gave them great field position, and basically one <laughs> played, stepped out of bounds, and kicked a field goal and beat my beloved Chicago Bears. You hated yeah. Chicago Bears, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was a lot like that, except for I believe Atlanta had at least two timeouts. Yep, they had two and timeouts. 
and they were able to uh, put it in place for a 49-yard field goal. And, and you know, this is no news to you. I I always love seeing the icing the kicker go wrong, and that's yeah. exactly what happened. And it almost was like, you know, you could clearly read the lips that Pete Carroll said, "Time out," yeah. and the ref gave it to him. Yeah, and the kicker kicked it. it. Yeah, and the kicker kicked it, and you know, if you've seen the game, it was a miss. And <laughs> a lot of times they're saying, you know, that's cool because now I can range it. And then, and then, uh, you know, after Pete Carroll had seen that, uh, seen that he had missed, he was, you know, bitching it up. Well, I didn't call timeout. <laughs> I didn't. Like, if you can see my hand <laughs> gestures right now, they're like open arms. Well, I didn't call timeout. What are you talking about? I didn't call timeout. I can't believe this. Yeah. Come on, he's like that. He's like that fourth grade kid or whatever. That like, oh, I didn't tip over that plant, you know, like you know, yeah. bullshit, you know. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, I oh, didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. He totally called the timeout, and you, you saw his hand gestures. And um, yep, yep, you made the point that I was going to get to as well. Icing the kicker, that is one. I mean, I'm against it because to me, I think it actually makes the kicker more likely to make it. It's, I mean, as weird as that sounds, I think it does because when you kind of go out there and just go, sometimes you're actually more prone to make a mistake, I think, than when you kind of settle in and get ready to kick it. Maybe you it, know, either, either way, I, yeah, either way, I don't, I don't really mind it, but yeah. I mean, if you're going to try to do it, call the timeout before the ball gets snapped or even as close to snap because yeah. what, what was, who, who was the notorious one that did that all the time where he had it down to the science where the center lift his head up before the snap and then he would call i can't remember who it was but anyways yeah, yeah. It, it, you know Sounds if you're gonna real. if you're gonna if you're gonna ice them wait till they get up to the line and then and and then call the timeout because boy you you either look like the fool or the hero you know if he makes it the first time uh, and oh, but there was a timeout, and then he misses the next time. You look like yes, <laughs> yeah, you're you're king of the hill. But, you're, screwed uh, the, you're the kicker. Yeah, but it's <laughs> not. Yeah, it was just yeah, like yeah. When we yeah, when it all boils down, as you're saying, basically is it? Yeah, it was just horrible timing. It was poorly timed. If you're gonna ice the kicker, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get it get it off. You know, before the before the snap. Apparently he wasn't able to. Apparently he was unable, or yeah, he got it right before the snap. But I mean, you want to get it a little bit, maybe a couple of seconds before that, if you're really gonna, you know, mess with their heads. But apparently it just helped them, I guess. Like, oh, I missed it. I I know what I need to do now. You know, that's basically what happened in that deal. It's kind of funny. And Wilson, a fantastic mm. game. Amazing. He was twenty four thirty six, almost four hundred yard passing, yeah. two touchdowns and only one pick. Future of the franchise. So Matt Flynn might be shopped next year. I would, I would he, they paid him all this money, yep. and looks like he's not going to get used unless uh, Wilson goes out. Now Wilson is kind of one of those hybrid quarterbacks where, mm-hmm. um, you know how I always say running quarterbacks don't last in sleep. Yeah, and they don't, but. I don't really classify Wilson as a as a running quarterback. The full bone, yeah. I, I think he's one of those that he can run if he has to, but it's not you know Vic type, uh, you know where 
he's looking to run first thing, and then okay, maybe I'll pass him. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think Wilson is more of a conventional passer that has some some uh, athletic ability. Yeah. Um, as far as running, so it's a weapon they can add. Yep. Exactly. That's where I, I stand on that. And please don't use him for the option Seattle unless you uh, want to play Matt Flynn next year. Yeah, that's the yeah because because what is what is what does NFL stand for? Yeah, not for long uh-huh. when you have a running quarterback. Nope. <laughs> that was a nice one you brought up last week. We're going to be using that one forever now. That was that was compliments of Jerry Glanville, and he was uh, <laughs> for long. He was yeah, he was he was ripping into a a referee, and that's an old NFL film thing. Mm-hmm. I think that was uh, shoot that had to been uh, was it Oilers or Atlanta? Shoot, he, I can't even remember. Did he both of them? He did, didn't he? I th- believe he did, but Oilers I can't remember. Sure, yeah. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, yeah, maybe it was Atlanta when he said that. But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, he had mm-hmm. all kinds of. All kinds of uh, uh, little sayings. Yeah, he like, compliments to Jerry Glanville. He's an entertaining guy. I don't. Know, he used to like always. He he always liked the Vikings too. For some reason, when he was in it, he's like he actually said, "I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan." I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it, Jerry. I like you now. Yes, we'll we'll take your purple mafia land. <laughs> huh? So you know, as much praise as we've given Wilson, yep. he is, uh, you know. The losing quarterback in this uh, situation, Matt Ryan, was able to pull through on that last-minute drive mm-hmm. and put them within field goal range, forty-nine yards. Yeah, and, and definitely no gimme. No, forty-nine. Definitely no. Yeah, definitely no, no gimme at all on on that one. And uh, you know, Bryant put it through. Yep, they finally got the monkey out their back. At least for for one week, they finally won a playoff game. Those guys. Yeah. Oh, damn time, isn't it? Oh, man. Oh, and you know who else uh, joins the finally to have won a playoff game Mm -hmm. is the former longtime Kansas City Chiefs, Tony Gonzalez. That's right. Yep, yep. He's a part of the same team. It's kind of hard to believe. You know, there were several really good Chiefs teams. Yeah. We're talking about way back in, like, shoot, like Dick Vermeil days. Yeah. To where... <laughs> you know, they never, you know, he's never won a playoff game. This is his first one, and I, I, I don't know how much longer Tony's going to be able to play. But it really wouldn't surprise me that if he, you know, called it quits after this season, even though he's had a pretty darn good season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been around. But forever. he's one of those players. Yeah, he's one of those players that any time I wouldn't be surprised to hear, oh, Tony Gonzalez retired. Well. Maybe someone can catch up to his records. Yeah. Yeah, he was drafted way back in 97. So, And, yeah, those Dick Vermeil teams, my goodness. The 2003 or 4, I'm trying to remember. 2003 Chiefs? Oh, my God, they were good. And they didn't even get one playoff win out of it. it was, they were like the Broncos of this year. They didn't even yeah. win a game. The, the Priest-Holmes, you know, 20-plus touchdown seasons and all that. No playoff win. Unbelievable. Trent Green, man. That was a great yeah. team, great offensive line, good defense. They were what, fifteen and three, fourteen and two, I think. Well, they had one of the best offensive lines in the league, man. That was an awesome football team, and no game, no no win. I was no wins. Huge shame. Well, they finally got that monkey off their back, like you said. Yeah, at least for him. Yeah, yeah. The the Falcons did. Yeah, they've had good teams and lost to New York last year, and I did pick it because <laughs> Giants on the road is win, ladies and gentlemen. 
The Giants win on the road. I will bet on them every single time they're on the road. When Eli <laughs> Manning is the quarterback. Yep. And Tom Coughlin's the coach. Yep. Until until they prove until they prove Mid- me wrong. <laughs> I like to call him Mr. Red Face, aka Frostbite. Yes. Yep. <laughs> NFC Championship game two thousand seven. Where Favre did another across the body pass to end another NFC championship game. <laughs> oh, that son of a gun. So good and such so man. Ugh. So yeah, this was so a man. fantastic game. This was this I only hope. I only hope that the championship games were just as good as this Baltimore game and so. and this and this Atlanta game. Mm-hmm. I, I of... really do hope that they're going to be like this because this was this was just so much fun to watch. They were they were unbelievable. They they really were. It, it's it's uh, I kind of get the sneaky feeling they will be. I mean, last year's in a, uh, last year's conference championship games were exactly that. Unbelievable drama. It was about six hours of. Oh my God! Oh my God! You know, <laughs> it was so good. Oh my goodness! So, are we ready to talk about last year's NFC Championship uh, participant? Sure. Just one thing. I'd like to ask Marv Albert what he said after this game was over. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, huh? your Green Gay Packer Peckers. Excuse me, I already screwed that up. The Green Gay Peckers yep. are now sitting on the couch watching the rest of the playoffs, courtesy <laughs> of the San Francisco 49ers, and almost exclusively, almost exclusively by Kaepernick. Yes, that. We'll talk about another <laughs> another quarterback who also had an interception in the game, just like uh, Russell Wilson, but only one. Um, holy moly, man. Oh, my goodness. This guy, you know, for the longest time, I thought Colin Kaepernick was just this unorthodox running quarterback who's just not that good. You know, extremely great athletic, but um, eh, just not ready for the big time yet. But, well, I guess he, he's got an unbelievable release, I think. And I really love his zip on the ball and spiral. He's better than I thought, and boy, oh boy, the Green Bay Packers know it now more than ever. <laughs> you, you know, my goodness, he, uh, like I said before, came from somewhat of a local high school, hmm. you know, very talented Wisconsin. athlete. He wound up, he wound up going to, uh, he wound up going to um, Nevada. Yep. He uh, he did play basketball and football in a smaller, well, it's kind of a city, Turlock. California, and then he went to Nevada, and didn't really have like the best of all seasons mm-hmm. uh, with his uh, tenure there in Nevada. And he was kind of—he's kind of the perfect storm quarterback. Now mm-hmm. you're thinking, "Wow, Dylan, didn't you just say that running backs don't last? You know, running uh, quarterbacks don't last very long in the NFL." Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't exactly play a full season, now, did he? <laughs> nope. And, nope. And also, this is this is a different beast here um, with the playoffs, and he doesn't have that wear and tear on his body of playing the entire season. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's you know the perfect storm. He's the right weapon at this time. Uh, will it be enough for next week? We will see. But uh, he definitely smoked the competition. Almost handedly defeated the Green Bay Packers last week. 
Absolutely. I mean, the total yards for the Niners nearing 600. Dom Capers, no job offers for him this offseason. Green <laughs> <laughs> Bay Packers defensive coordinator, by the way, out there. But, um, yeah, 579, ladies and gentlemen. Holy Toledo. <laughs> totally destroying all rushing records for a quarterback. I can't even believe uh, it. Yeah. Just, yeah, he almost what was at 160. Oh, five or something like that. I'm trying to ready? I'm trying to <laughs> trying to run it down right now, and I'm not having any success. Oh, oh yeah, I have it right here. Oh, 181. Yep, yep. Adrian Kaepernick. I mean, yeah, Adrian Kaepernick, right? 181 oh. and two touchdowns. It's, I, is this Adrian Peterson or Colin Kaepernick here? What's yeah. That? Oh, I see what you did. It's a yes. little hybrid. Yes. Adrian Kaepernick. <laughs> Adrian Kaepernick. Oh my god. It's goodness. kind of oh. it's kind of funny when uh, you know the the. The rushing t- statistics, you know, against your running back, um, <laughs> you know, with uh, so so close to as many carries and such a wide difference in the yardage. Mm-hmm. But then again, when you get a 50, 56 yard touchdown run, uh, that'll that'll boost your your average up quite a bit right there. But it will, yep, fifty six. Fantastic! It just was. It yeah, it just it was an awesome performance by Colin Kaepernick. Kind of a coming out, hey, look at me type of a uh, of moment. I'm for real. Yeah, and what's funny about all this is, yeah, I mean that play that play set the tone for the rest of the game right there. That 56 yard explosion that he made because we had a tie football game um, midway through the third quarter. It was like this is still very much in doubt here, and then that play just changed the whole landscape of the football game. A forty-five to twenty-third, well, thirty-one after a, you know, yeah. That was a garbage time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, a cherry pick or whatever the word is. Nah, I can't even get it. a face face uh, saving like touchdown, basically. Mm, yeah, it kind of made it look a little bit. Yeah, like it was closer than it was. It was it changed the whole yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! That was an unbelievable performance. It was. And a great, yep, great offense. And one beautiful thing that I saw in the game too, late, 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 when the Niners got like one of the crucial first downs, you know, leading to their uh, third consecutive touchdown, mm-hmm. was a very minute, the tiniest little shake of the head by. Uh, uh, it was so small you could barely see it. About a two degree shake ahead by uh, Coach McCarthy. Oh, I did see that, and I I made a comment because. I made a comment of it, about it. Uh, I'm like, hey, uh, Kaepernick may be getting a little too big for his britches because he had already beforehand had gotten that uh, that penalty um, and cost his team a little bit there. And then if several plays later on down down the line, he does that. That It looked like he was talking some smack to McCarthy there. Mm-hmm. Somebody was. <laughs> That's for sure. And to me, that, that shake of the head was that, wow, we're done. Yeah. We're done, aren't we? We really are done. I can't believe it. It, it, it was like, a, uh-huh, uh-huh. You see me now? You see me? Oh, man. You got to like it, don't you? Oh, man. It was it was a thrashing, and everybody around here loved it. Everybody in the Chicago area loved it. <laughs> and everybody in the Bay Area, or almost everybody, loved it. <laughs> You you liked it because the Packers lost, not because the Niners won. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know the only the only real dog I have in this whole fight is that you know Colin shot from like Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to compare this to Babe Ruth, baby, because mm-hmm. it was 
all the way in the preseason. Yes. I called yep. my shot. Yep. My, one of one of the teams that I, I chose is going to be in the championship here, mm-hmm. playing to go into the Super Bowl, and it just so happens to be the team that I picked to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Just they won't be playing against the team that I picked. So that's really the only dog I have to fight. I'm not going to be uh, – I, I won't cry if 49ers lose next week, but <laughs> it would be a shame. Yep. I, yeah, I think I had San Francisco Green Bay in the NFC title game and Green Bay going to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl against Baltimore with Baltimore winning, but I do believe. So I guess San Francisco is a – so I'm kind of lucky that way. But, no, you have San Francisco winning it. I have Baltimore winning it. So we both have our eventual champions still alive. How about that? Or, you know, had. Well, we'll say had because that may have a different – uh, things, yeah, going on in the AFC here in a little bit. We'll get to Look out, Joey's already tipped his hand. Next topic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next topic's coming up really soon. I Yeah, I got lucky here this year a little bit with some of these, but I, part of it's experience, part of it's luck, you know. Yeah, <laughs> nobody could... Yeah, I mean, nobody would have. I, I would thought nobody was going to expect Baltimore to get there with, uh, with, with Ray Lewis out, but, oh, shucks, he wasn't out, was he? <laughs> so that helped too. Surprise! 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 surprise. Mm-hmm. He wasn't out. He came back. The uh, the, the man who said no weapon formed against <laughs> shall prosper. Yep. At the end of the uh, the game, that was pretty cool. Good stuff. Uh, good. I'm gonna call him Robo Arm from now on. Darth Vader. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> Robo Arm. Yep. I'll call him Darth Vader. Or, or no, no, we could call him Robo Arm. That works. Cy- cybernetic arm, or yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Oh, Greg Jennings, will he be a Viking next year? Some some people, <laughs> Sebastian Balls hmm. and I, he was laughing at me, thinking I'm just like, yeah, right, it's one percent chance. Uh, some, I don't know, I, it's just stuff I heard on the radio, rumblings about Greg Jennings uh, wants to play indoors and how oh, he just really, I don't know, for whatever reason, had nothing bad to say <laughs> about the Vikings lately, and the Packers don't seem to want to keep him. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but those, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> is is he coming up on contract? Yes. Yep. And he, oh, okay. Because cause really, because anything that could help another team vision, they're not going to trade. No. That was that no. was that was proven with the whole Brett Favre situation and his short little stint there in New York. Yes. That, uh, and he, I I knew he was going to wind up a Viking. Yeah. As soon as that cleared, I knew that he was no longer going to. This was just a one season. Thing and he would come back, of course, because you know he, that's where he wanted to go. He wanted to go and play uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Boy, that was a fun season, indeed. <laughs> fun season. He was here for two years, but that was a fun season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like he's a uh, Greg Jennings is available. Favre became available because of his fake retirement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Greg Jennings, I guess, well, he did get a touchdown, the 57 seconds remaining in the game to help Green Bay's little score uh, painting a little bit there. Get their 31 instead of 24, 45-24. Oh, that was cool to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was so cool. 49ers are back. No, but, um, yeah. Marv Albert said what? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kaepernick up the middle! Yes! <laughs> I can always make a call, a call back to that Marv Albert impression there. I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Did you see that look on Colin Kaepernick's face? He said, I can't believe it. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> how dare it, Colin Kaepernick and Michael Jordan call there, but oh well, I, I had to. He was Jordan like in that game anyway, just dominant. Yep, Aaron Rodgers to Jennings though with 57 seconds left. A farewell catch, I guess, maybe. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Sounds like he's tired playing in the cold. Yes, yep, it does. He wants to play indoors. Yep, well, here come the Colts. No, something like no. that. Uh, Frank, yep, Frank Gore's had a chance to finally get to the bowl here. He's been league an awful long time. He's still good. Very likable player, I think, for the most part. 119 yards, so like overshadowed by Colin Kaepernick's 181. <laughs> 119 yards and still got overshadowed. That is weird. Very good game by by Gore. You know, solid. Five over five yards of carry as well. That's, that's what you need. Jesus. That's what that team needs to, you know, keep that defense off the field as as much as they can. They're, they're you know, a very solid defense. Oh, yeah, awesome. And but, you know. The more you can keep your offense on the field, the better you're going to fare in the game. I believe mm-hmm. that's just kind of a Bears mentality, maybe, but uh, <laughs> that seems to be a winning formula. It works. It works. I mean, we like it here too. At least we we, we try to with our guy. Yep. Now that he's nice and healthy, and yeah, you know, hopefully we can get get our quarterback to play well coming next season. Uh, that one guy. Yes. <laughs> that one guy. Okay, where's number seven? Yep. You know, it would be nice to, to add a nice little little weapon that Jennings could bring uh, to the Minnesota Vikings. If if that one percent chapter one percent chance happens, Sebastian, that would be great. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm uh, I'd like that one percent to happen. I'll I'll, I'll take one percent over zero, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm personally throwing it out as a twenty percent chance. Yeah, there we go. I think it can happen. <laughs> It can happen, Powerball. It can happen. No, never know. Never know. So I guess that concludes the divisional uh, reviews. Unless there's anything like you'd like to add to those before we do it. Our... No. Nope. Yep. Okay. So some preview nope. time. Yes. Are we ready to preview? The Peckers lost, and Peckers I called lost. a good week. Huh? The Peckers lost, and I call that a great week. It was wonderful. It was one of the most fun. <laughs> oh, one final question I'll ask really quick. Oh, no, here Look we I've go. Done. Look what I've done, yep. Oh, no. Green Bay Packers, are they a one-year wonder when it comes to winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers? Hmm. Mm. <laughs> are they? I don't know. It's so tough to get into the Super Bowl that, yeah. you know, statistic-wise, you want to say, yeah, probably, because it is <laughs> so hard and there's so many different elements. You know, if you're rolling the playoffs hot, like we've seen with the New York Giants, there's so many different variables that mm-hmm. you know you you want to lean toward yes, but yeah, I think I think Aaron will probably make it um, at least one more time. Yeah, I think so. Also, unfortunately, I, at least one yeah. one more shot, but hopefully it's, just one title, but one more shot at it. <laughs> it's painful to say it, but man. Be disgusting to watch. Uh, go, <laughs> go Ravens or something. Yeah, yes, go Ravens if they're there. Yeah, pound those Packers. Yeah, I, I normally root for the NFC team almost no matter what in the Super Bowl, but I think in that case I would have to root for whoever's going against them. Oh yes. So I guess you're ready to start with a little AFC because yeah, I'm let's, sure you'd like NFC last, right? Let's do it. Okay, AFC. Patriots, Ravens, well, hmm. You got one of the league's better offenses going against the league's, one of the league's elder 
but still effective older. defenses. Uh-huh. Yep, you get guys getting older. Ed Reed's graying, as we see mm-hmm. frequently. Ray Lewis is playing his second last or his last game of his career with Robo Arm. Yeah, with his prosthetic. Yep, yep. <laughs> Robo Arm, uh, Robo Robo linebacker instead of Robo Cop. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Austin Powers, you said. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. A rematch of last year's AFC title game. Oh my goodness. No Cundiff there to miss a kick. And uh the tight end or receiver that dropped an easy pass last year for the Ravens also not there. Does the does the do the football god smile on the Ravens this time around? Hmm. Hmm. As much as I would like to say yes, it is hard <laughs> hard to pick against Tom Brady. In the playoffs, at home, coming off of a, a pretty much a, a kick butt performance, um, it, it's one of those where my head says New England, but my heart says Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I love rooting for the underdog, especially the underdog that's got to play every game. Yeah. Well, well, at least at least you know two games on the road, not every game. They had the first game at home. Yep. But I I really love to to root for Baltimore, but I, I'm gonna pick New England. I have to pick New England. Mm-hmm. It is my duty <laughs> to pick New England, but I I think it's gonna be a close game. I hope it's a close game, and I will not I will not shed one tear if Baltimore wins this game. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I I do agree that the Patriots win a close game. I mean, I do believe they pull it out, though. Man, I I like both of these teams a lot. <laughs> you can probably tell. I mean, there's a reason why I I'm excited about this one. It's going to be fun. I was hoping for a rematch of last year because that game was that good in so many ways. I like both of the coaches, even though well, one he's a good coach, but he's not as uh, enjoyable to watch. I guess we'll say old old hoodie mm-hmm. over there. But yeah, John Harbaugh is my favorite coach in the NFL, believe it or not. You know, with with Belichick second. Um, (laughs) Flacco is one of my favorite quarterbacks, even though he's prone to make mistakes at times, though he can be an absolute dagger thrower as well. Ah, man, that is going to be a. I I, I think it's going to be a phenomenal game, but in the end, the overall talent, the home field, the experience, the overall greatness that is the New England Patriots, despite some people maybe hating. Me for saying that, I think that's going to win out in this game. Uh, Patriots have a lot, just a lot of overall talent. They will be without a huge weapon though in Gronkowski. Yeah, the shoulder is hurt again, and that's it. No Gronkowski, so that could play a factor. It could, unfortunately, because obviously those aging defenders, you want to beat them with a, with a, one of your big weapons like that, and well, you can't. That's that guy's not there. But I see the Patriots winning by like three points again, just like last year. And yeah. I hope so. I hope it's not one of those blowout games. Either Keep way, uh, I yeah, I know. I don't know if it's just like I don't know, just being seeing so many games that have been that way throughout, you know, NFL history, and and you know the same thing with the Super Bowl. I. I just really dig a good game. Lopsided oh, yeah. victories are just boring, and it's like, yeah. well, the party's over. Uh, yeah, they're 
Should I even open this other bag of chips? I think everyone's <laughs> not interested anymore. Yeah, there were so many Thursday night or Sunday night or Monday night games this year. You know, some were good, and others you just turn it on. I'm like, ah, I'm not watching that. It's like 31-3, yeah. you know, like second quarter. I'm not watching this. Uh-uh. You know? <laughs> exactly. So many games like that. It's like you're looking forward to it. Was it Patriots and, and 49ers? Maybe a preview of the Super Bowl, believe it or not. That was real ugly, and the Patriots made an awesome comeback. It's like, okay, I'm, I better stick. A, I better pay a little closer attention here. <laughs> yeah, preview Super Bowl. Something's it's, happening. Preview. Okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> Did I? Yep. And will it be the same? Yes. Who knows? Yes. There's <laughs> Manning. No, not not Manning. Brady for three. Yes. No. Basketball. Brady for three. <laughs> <laughs> I had to because because of Jordan. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. Uh, I could I couldn't help it. But no, I do think the Patriots win the AFC Championship game and. One final thought before we move move on from this game is, or and I'll let you have a final word on it if you'd like. Um, <laughs> are the Patriots the best team to ever lose the Super Bowl the next year? You know, is this the best team you've ever seen the following year after losing a Super Bowl? This is something. It has to be. Hmm? It has to be something with that, you know, because. Uh, I don't have like the the statistics, the, the statistics or anything in front of me, but it it does seem mm-hmm. that sometimes even the Super Bowl winner has that proverbial Super Bowl hangover, but not yeah, as bad, curse. not as bad as the loser does, and uh, yeah, so probably I this mean got to be the best, yeah. This is crazy. I mean, and that one year, it does make you wonder how great the 2008 team would have been if Brady didn't tear his ACL like in the first game of the season. Oh, I know, huh? Eleven and five with Matt Castle, yeah, amazing. Considering, look at what Castle's done since. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, provided, <laughs> provided he, you know, well, the talent level. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, provided you know he's had you know an in and out coaches and. Yeah, yeah, there's that's a big problem there in Kansas City. Yes, it is. I mean, but wow, it's uh I got to say, yeah. I mean, how many teams you see they lose the Super Bowl, they're just garbage the next year or they're in maybe first round. Oh, you know, not a bad year, 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Uh they're done in the first round, you know, as expected. Mm-hmm. But how about them Patriots? Whew. I mean, that is an amazing return. If they win the Super Bowl after losing it, that's that to me is the story of the year. That's that's big. The story of a long time, I think. Even I don't even think it's ever happened. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't even know if they've even gotten this far before. But if they win it. That would be quite a feat. I think that's that's. Uh... Well, other other than the Bills. Oh no, yes. Bills. Excuse me. The Bills. The Bills oh, did it. Right. Uh-huh. But but I don't think they ever came back with a killer record like like what. Uh... Uh, the Patriots have. Yeah, where they're yeah, they were never the favorite. They were always this eh, underdog that got you know the, the the crap pounded out of them. And yes, I forgot about that. How could I forget? They went to four consecutive. I almost forgot about it. I just just popped into my head. Yeah, it's twenty years. Usually, ago. <laughs> usually you and I were like the NFL history buffs here, and we are for the most part. It's just probably <laughs> because the Bills were so awful in those games that it's just like yeah, that wasn't. They didn't go back to the Super Bowl. They just. They just lost the Super Bowl. They didn't go back to it or anything. <laughs> they're not contenders. They're pretenders. They were pretenders. 
I hate the Cowboys so much in watching them walk all over the Bills. And, and sorry, Jim Towers, but <laughs> <laughs> but watching them walk all over the Bills, it's like, ugh. And the Bills, I, I hate the Bills because of it, actually. Honest to God. Because the way they just laid down to that theme. Wide left. And that was the big one. The first Super Bowl. That... Oh, wide right. I can't remember. It was wide whichever <laughs> yeah. other way, but it was Scotty, Scott Norwood there. They won that stinking game. The Bills won that game, and that stupid kicker just denied it for them. 21 yards out, right? Denied. Ugh. And the Giants are all celebrating like, yeah, we won. No, 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 no. The the Bills lost. You didn't win. <laughs> no, I'm so I'm just kidding. That that was that was unbelievable. So they take a kicker in the first round the next year, but well, I guess they needed more than <laughs> the next three years than that. Steve Christie was it right? Steve Christie? Yes. Something like that. I, I think so. Yeah, Steve Christie. That kicker. I yep. My CRS is kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was so long ago. We're... Can't remember sh- stuff. shite. Can't remember stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, stuff. It was 92. This is 2012. It's 2013-ish, so, yeah. It's been a I got a days. feeling that most of the listeners, that probably uh, is the year that they were born. Ouch. Yep. <laughs> Ouch. So, Dylan, we're pretty close. So, Dylan, back in the day. Okay, sorry. Joe Montana... Oh, man. <laughs> Pretty much, though. So, yep. So now we're, uh, I guess we're ready to slide into the NFC Championship game and, in your mind, the uh, next Super Bowl champion, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The Sanford Kaepernick uh, 49ers. Yes. Yep. San Francisco versus Atlanta. I have no faith in Atlanta, even though they have home field advantage. I don't think yep. they're going to. I don't think so. I just don't see it happening. They got their little win. Uh, <laughs> their yeah. little win. Yeah, I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> they got their little win. It's a good football against. Yeah, but you know they did. You know they almost beat themselves. That's for sure in that game. Uh, you know, I'd still. It's still hard because I just don't see Seattle being that strong of a team this season. Mm-hmm. But they did. They did kind of prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I still don't see them as that strong. Now, they're very good at home. Uh, you know, Seattle's always been very good at home. But it just seems uh, recently in the Pete Carroll era, he is, uh, you know, they are very tough to beat at home. And they didn't play at home. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? And yeah. it's, it's funny how that turned out. I, you know, I don't think that I kind of this one has the smell of blowout all over it. I I kind of think, unfortunately, I hope that it's a close game. Like I always say, I hope it's a close game, mm-hmm. but it kind of has the scent of blowout uh, on it for me. Mm-hmm. The Niners stomping them into the ground. Yeah, it it just I get that feeling, you know. Yeah, I could I could see that happening. I I, I guess I think it's going to be kind of close. Believe it or not, maybe Atlanta draws first blood. Believe it or not. But then I think 49ers from there start to start to basically do their thing. They start to kind of take over the game gradually. And then later on, it kind of turns out to be a bit more lopsided than it started per se. But I'm thinking more of like uh, the lines of a 7 to 10 point victory for the Niners. That's about where I'm thinking. Three point victory for the Patriots, by the way, AFC. Three points. Close. Three points. Yes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
But I think the Niners win by 10, we'll say. Yes. Like, I think I'll jump you up a little bit. I think they win by two touchdowns. Ooh, yes. I'm, I, you know... But it, it does have the scent of that of that blowout. I think in and especially these championship games, mm-hmm. it, it really does come down to, um, you know, not only positional battles, but but as well as whose defense is going to be the toughest. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think that the Forty ers win that one, kind of hands down. Yeah. Now they're going to be going against a perform, you know, a a, a formidable you know, offense, but I just don't think they have enough juice. May have uh yeah, I mean I I agree with that. I mean their their main talent is the the the, the wide receivers. You got Julio Jones and Roddy White and I guess well Gonzalez too. How could I forget already? But um Matty Ice as people would call him, Matt Ryan. I don't think he's gonna be ice cold in this game. I, I can't see him being clutch against that defense home or away. I mean, Seattle almost I kind of think he's going to get iced. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on this. I get, I, looking at Niners-Patriots here, rematch of that, was that a Sunday night game? Or no, Monday night, wasn't it? Sunday night game. I'm all mixed up. <laughs> I think it was a Sunday I'm, night, huh? The CRS is kicking yep, in. Yep, the CRS. Yes! Can't remember stuff. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yep, but uh, the Niners won that game in, yep, it, it was in San Francisco, if I remember correctly. I'm getting really screwed up now. Maybe it wasn't. Mm. Oh, well, I guess in the end it doesn't really matter, but they did win the game, and they were up by a lot, but the Patriots came back, made it interesting, and eventually just gave it away. I don't know what happened to them in that game, honestly, but uh, boy, oh boy, Niners, Falcons, Patriots, Ravens, it's going to be an awesome weekend. It is going to be an awesome weekend. <sighs> that it is. Yep. Oh. It's bittersweet. It, our, you know, our our favorite, well, my favorite sport is coming to an end here shortly. That's the crappy part. And, uh, yeah, and then, you know, you just start thinking, oh, well, you got basketball going on, and, oh, spring training for baseball will happen. <laughs> but it's just not the same as, you know, when you're, when you're in the middle of July thinking, yes. when is football start? When is foot? Is hard knocks coming on? Oh, that's... Let's, you, you start getting the bloodlust for football there about midsummer. Mm-hmm. It gets really exciting. Yeah, but it's right around my birthday every year, so it's kind of a combination of things. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes, the, the they call it Sports Abyss. That's what people on the radio rock yeah. call it, the Sports Abyss, when there's just not much going on, is ending. The Sports Abyss is ending. A miracle. You know, happy birthday, Joey. <laughs> yeah, July 29th. Yay. Mm-hmm. 34 coming up this year. Ooh. No. <laughs> you know, you know something I, I want to touch on a little bit before we leave here. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Tim Brown not making it into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think he's worthy. That's kind of strange. I think he's You know, I, I thought it was a funny quote. Like, um, if it wasn't for Jerry Rice, you know, it's quite possible that... Um, you know, the Tim Brown would have owned quite a few records, but like uh, when they were playing on the same team, they had asked him, you know, you know, do you think you'll ever catch Jerry? And he said, "There's no way. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way because he's got to he's got to retire before yeah. <laughs> before." And, and he's like, "I'm almost at the end of my career, 
and he's still going. Yeah, that son of a gun kept he he played for all he played forever. Raiders, you know, obviously Niners in the great years. And eventually Seattle, which is kind of a joke. But he was yeah, he played about forty two, didn't he? Forty, forty two. Which is unheard of for a wide receiver. You don't they, they just speed receivers rely on speed and forty two doesn't equal speed. Yeah. It's amazing how long that son of a gun lasted. But Tim Brown yeah, too. I think, uh, yeah, go ahead. I think his rookie year was 1985. Oh, yeah, yep. A good time to come yeah. in too. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm I'm thinking of that because I I'm picturing his rookie card, and I remember seeing it had green borders and it was an 86 tops. But you always went one year back because that was the the season that they played, and I believe it was 1985 that he uh, first debuted for the San Francisco 49ers. That was a great combination, Montana to Rice. Yes, it was. Yeah, Brown didn't quite have quarterbacks like that. But, I mean, he had some good teams, but not that team, you know? Yeah, exactly. Not a team like that. I, I would never try to uh, compare Jeff Hostetler to <laughs> Joe Montana or Steve Young. No, you can't, much as you'd like to. But I, You know what? I wouldn't even compare. Well, I think Rich Gannon was better than Hostetler. He was awesome, and his—you know—he wasn't there for very long because he, was, you know, he already played for a while. But the time that he was there, he was awesome, Rich Gannon. That was like the the end, like the last uh, what seven years of his career or so. But yeah, I mean, I agree with you. He was probably the best Raiders quarterback over a long period of time. Definitely the best that they've had in a few years. He's better than Jay Schrader since, okay. since he left. <laughs> Yeah, since since he left, let's oh my. put it that way. Yeah, I'm since lot, but since he left, talk about abysses. <laughs> they they call the Raiders the black hole since he yeah, left. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Jamark Ass Russell, as I like to call him. Yeah, he sucked ass. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did. <laughs> and it just was no fire with that guy. I think that was the thing. But anyways, we're yeah. totally sidetracked. So, right. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think it's I think it's okay. Because yeah. I, I have faith that Tim Brown will make it. Yes. But I was just Ask a little him. bit I was a little bit shocked that he didn't uh he didn't make it. It's a shame. Yep, we're we're pulling for you, Tim. We're pulling for you. He'll get in uh next year, we hope. Hopefully. Great, great, great wide receiver. Great wide receiver. Without a doubt. I took him on fantasy like a ton, tons of times, you know, even when he was getting older. And he did not let me down. Mm-hmm. Yep. So with that, I mean, would you, <laughs> yeah, would you want to come back next week? <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, it's like sure. This this is a, this is a lot of fun, and uh, we'll only have to review. Uh, we'll only have to review two games and preview one next time, huh? No, the big <laughs> Super Bowl roundup. Yes, then we got that too. Yep, it's gonna be fun, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's bittersweet. You know, it's like the the best game, hopefully, of the entire season for the whole ball of wax. And then you're done. Yep, and that's it. Yep, and then off we go till August <laughs> or training uh, camp. Yeah, that's that's the sucky part. It's a long off season. But at least there's going to be a hard knocks this year. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Oh, I great. don't even care who they do it on. I I love watching hard knocks. For forgive the stupid question, but who's it with this year? I have no idea. They, oh, they don't, I don't have it yet. Oh, yeah, they... I don't think they even know. Uh, this you know this year with the potential uh, lockout and everything, it was uh, too close uh, for them to arrange to do it this season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep. So they're like, 
it will be back next year, and I, I truly, I, I really like. I, you know what I like about it is that you know you got the stars. You already know all about all the stars, but they really tell the story of the guys that are on the fringe. Yeah, that's good. Either making it or not making it. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be cool. Maybe it'll be the Vikings' turn. Who knows? That would be cool. That yeah, would be cool. I'm, I'm interested. Whoever they do it on, I'm always, always watching it. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't talk about Joe Webb. No, <laughs> I had to say it. I had to get that last shot in because I'm still bitter. But <laughs> as I'm sure a lot of listeners are right now. Oh man, yeah, this was a lot of fun though. This, this one may be a tiny bit longer than last week, but yeah, like our our part of the conversation definitely because these games were that good. There were a couple of ugly ones last week, but this, this was unbelievably awesome. So yeah, um, so are we returning for episode one thirty five? We will do it. Oh, I can't wait. That mark is... your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, mark your calendars for mid about midweek next week. Who knows? You know, right right around there. It's usually about when we tend to record together. So yeah, we're going to be talking about the NFC AFC title games and a preview of the Super Bowl. Be there or be square. Be there or be square. So with that, yes, uh, Purple Mafia, as mentioned before, is available on the sportstuff.com. Do check out that website. More than worth it. Lots of shows on there. Outside of this one, of course, including Timberwolves Explosion, I recently released Brave the Wild. Um, finally released that show for the first time in six months because hockey's finally back in existence again. And that was a fun little cute show I recorded earlier this week. Um, Timberwolves Explosion had a huge uh, success rate this week, uh, which is a nice improvement over the previous two shows, so that one's still hanging around. We're probably looking to record that in a couple of days here. Uh, the crossover is unbelievable. A couple of awesome Australian guys, Rusty and PMAC, New York Knicks, New Jersey, uh, excuse me, Brooklyn Nets, forgive me for that. Oh, jeez. Ouch. That's a faux pas. Mm-hmm. That was a huge, huge, huge blunder there. Jay-Z is going <laughs> to smack you. Uh, the L.A. Rams? Uh, St. Louis. Okay, sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> yeah, that would be an old one. <laughs> but, um, yep, and without a curse, Boston Red Sox, Alex Raymer. Yes, sir. Yes, so, and hopefully someday, once again, Dylan Richardson, NFL, East to West. <laughs> Towers, Dylan Richardson, yes. Boy, that has been in, in uh, hiding, so to speak, for too long but That's, it's been it's been out for for at a commission there for a little too long but yeah i'm sure if you search really hard you might be able to find some old episodes of nfl east to west yeah there was the trio yep dylan jim and joey yes this this joey <laughs> <laughs> back in 2009 that was those were some fun shows to record oh Really were. Lots of back and forth, and yeah, Jim Towers, Cowboys against my Vikings in the Dome, mm-hmm. our Vikings will call them. Man. <laughs> we won that one, but we've had we've been on the short end of some others in the past. Mm. So, with that, yeah, that's a fun website. <laughs> when, uh, I went over a lot of shows there. That, that just tells you how much fun it is to go to the sportsstuff.com. Yes. Well, another thing, check out, check out Purple Mafia on Facebook. Yep, and the Facebook page, yes. If you haven't gone on there and clicked like, please do. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. And so simply go there, click like, and then at Purple Mafia Show for the Twitter account. 
And Dylan Richardson also has a Twitter account. Oh, geez. It's just at my name, D-Y-L-A-N-R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S-O-N. And if you'd like to follow insulting tweets, no, I'm just kidding. I do like to give <laughs> Packer fans hell. Yep. So I will search hashtags for, you know, Packer or, you know, whatever, Aaron Rodgers. And I like to pick out a few people and at reply them uh, mean things. Do it, do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I do. He is he is on our side more than you think, ladies and gentlemen. He's <laughs> he's on our side more than you think. The Packers are much more a dislikable team than the Bears, that's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. So also final note, yep, two oh nine seven three six seven eight seven seven. Two oh nine seven three six seven eight seven seven is the call in line for this show. And the others on the sports mention which show you're calling in for, which in this case is the Purple Mafia show. Statement, shout out, question, comment, name in town, and you're on. There you go. Rock and roll. So with that, I guess we're gonna wrap up episode one thirty four. Thank you again, Dylan. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And we will be back next week. 